All right, guys, a little preface here before you get into this episode of Fantasy Fuel. We recorded this yesterday, Sunday. We had a draft, and we decided that we would record the episode immediately after. And, of course, the very next day, we hear about Leonard Fournette getting cut and Alvin Kamara holding out. So you will not hear much of anything about those two issues in this particular episode, but don't worry, we'll be getting to it as soon as we get on to the next episode. I'm sure there'll be plenty to talk about with those two running backs. So thanks for listening and uh, enjoy the show. What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trace it out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Fuel. We are not quite done, but <laughs> we have been drafting for a few hours now in a 16-team podcast league draft. Mm-hmm. So before we get started, we're, we're just going to do a little review and go through our thoughts of why we picked and how we picked and all that good stuff because this is an interesting league. Yeah. So we'll start off by telling you guys that it is a super flex, but it's not just a super flex. The quarterbacks score a ton of points. Yes. So you may think we're kind of dumb the way we drafted. <laughs> we will see if it works out in our favor. We really like certain parts of our team, and we're a little iffy mm-hmm. on the rest of some things. So anyway, like I said, lots of points for the quarterback position. Point for every 10 yards. That's almost unheard of. Yep. Six points per touchdown. Like I said, super flex. Point per first down. Point per reception. And we have a few IDPs to throw in there. So we will see if our strategy worked. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give you guys all of the uh, Twitter handles for all of the podcasts that are part of this league. Uh, I will tell you their names before we get started. So without further ado, again, 16 teams. So this is a big one. Yep. Besides us, we have in the Champions Conference, Time Skew, Truth Serum Fantasy Football, The Dream 3, Sons of Dynasty, Nimble Numbers, Fantasy Football, Fantasy Football Hustler 420, (laughs) Barroom Network, The Blitz, who this is the Blitz Pro Network, so they are the ones that put this on. Thank you for doing this for us. And then in the Legends Conference, we have Jay Snake, DFF, uh, Fantasy Fuel Us, Fantasy Dukes, The Sports Bar, Fantasy Savior, The Fantasy Zohan, Big Papa Grant, and The Fantasy Football Experience. Mm -hmm. So, 16 teams. Before we get to what we picked and how we picked, do you have any thoughts and any instant reactions on how this draft went? Well, instantly, if I was looking outside in, I'd be like, why do they only have one real quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something we thought we would get something on the on the way back around in the fifth round, I believe it was. Yeah, in the fifth round, and it didn't. It didn't come. So, uh, yeah, there we go. 
I got the fan off, so there now everything go. sounds good. Okay. But yeah, I thought the it would be very, it was really, really hard once <laughs> we got to that fifth round and we realized there's no quarterbacks left. And so we ended up getting one really, really late, which I think if he's starting, he's going to have a lot of yards. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this draft started off and fairly normal for a uh, super flex. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Zeke. That's where pretty much everything started falling apart, in my opinion. <laughs> I understand the hype around Dak Prescott. Yeah. I still would not have taken him with the sixth overall pick in a super flex. Right. Then Kamara, Russell Wilson, who we had talked about, maybe taken on our way back, he went eighth overall as the fourth quarterback taken. Yep. Now, I have him right around. I think I have him third overall, so I get it. I don't know that I could have taken him with the third overall pick. Yeah. Uh, then Dalvin Cook and Michael Thomas, who we were hoping would fall a couple of it spots. It was getting to that point. was like, hey, maybe we could get Michael Thomas here. Then uh, Derrick Henry. And finally, we had the 12th pick. So yeah. it was interesting. We went with Devontae Adams mm-hmm. because of the point per first down, uh, point per reception. And we just we felt he was the second best wide receiver in the draft. And we just didn't feel like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Josh Jacobs, yeah. Austin Eckler, yeah, Miles yeah, yeah. Sanders, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon. We just didn't want to take one of those guys who might not end up being a stud. So yeah. after round one, we weren't 100% positive about our draft already. Yeah, it started out okay. I'm fine with getting uh, Adams there. The only problem that we didn't really foresee is, again, the wide receiver situation. And then our running backs, as we will go on, is not as good as it should be, I would say. <laughs> but it's it's something to build on. And if the two starting running backs that we have are actually the guys that – well, basically me. I, I'm the guy that is high on the, them both of them. And you're kind of like, whatever, and you're okay with them. But if what I'm saying about these two guys that we'll get to in a few minutes – well, it's real. It will really, really be good year. And the thing is, it's a sixteen team. It league. is a lot, yeah. So I'm pretty happy with what we ended up with for sixteen teams. If this would have been a twelve teamer, oh yeah, I would not be yeah. happy at all. But I'm okay because we wrapped around and we went with the stack. We talked about Drew Brees. We talked about Matt Ryan. But we decided we will go for the gusto <laughs> and just send it all. Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. So we are counting yep. on those two guys yep. to do what they need to do. So after that, there was a, a nice little run of quarterbacks back and around. Ryan, Breeze, Stafford, Goff, Wentz, Garoppolo yeah, that's before a, Josh Allen. That's a strange one. Then Joe Burrow. And then it got back to us, and we... Hemmed and hawed a yeah. little bit, back and forth. We we went with Adam Thielen. Yep. It was either Thielen or, what was it, Mike Evans, I think we were talking about. We were thinking about Mike Evans, but it just seems less consistent with him, and Adam Thielen's going to have that consistency. Unless, of course, he gets hurt, like we've I've said uh, plenty of times already. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, starting out with Adams and Thielen, it feels really good to have two guys we really trust in to be a wide receiver uh, studs this year. Yeah, and we just wanted to go with 
what we thought was just consistency, maybe. Yeah. Uh, like I've been saying before, Adam Thielen is going to have a bazillion targets, <laughs> and I hope it stays that way, but we will see. We did in what round was it? Can I find him really quick? In the 21st round, <laughs> we took B.C. Johnson. So yeah. if something were to happen, we might still get some production out of wide receiver from Minnesota. Well, and it's not too far out of the realm of possibility that BC does overtake Jefferson because it doesn't it, right now BC is getting more of the first team looks than Jefferson. I don't know if that means anything or, you know, whether or not that has any real implications to it i'm assuming jefferson will probably take a lot of that role once the season actually starts but maybe they're just trying to get him you know included in the offense and learn the offense a little bit well bc probably already knows the offense to a certain degree because he's been there for a year so we'll see but it seems like there's at least some positive hopefulness <laughs> with bc johnson and when you get him in the 20th round it's actually a pretty good value yep we're definitely okay that we actually waited a couple of rounds later then our first inclination was to take him to oh, yeah, for lock sure. it up. So then we get to our running backs. <laughs> and our first running back we take was, of course, way later than everybody else. But we just yep. weren't comfortable. So we took David Johnson. Yep. I almost took him in my last draft, but I took him in this one. And I guess I'll let Tom say how confident we are in that one. Well, David Johnson, I I love David Johnson. I think he's going to have a fantastic year, but it's just a risk because you're like, well, what did he do last year? I mean, there's just nothing special there. But what did, what did he do last year when he was on the field? It was amazing. And guess what? They traded for this guy. I've said it so many times now when, when I've talked about David Johnson on Fantasy Fuel. David Johnson was traded for. They gave up the best wide receiver in the business with a second-round pick and got David Johnson. Uh, with the second round pick so it's just like i'm sorry second round pick is nothing but they must really believe in david johnson and i don't really believe that duke johnson is going to take anything really from him at all duke was going to obviously going to cut some passes but i think david's going to get a lot of yards a lot of touchdowns i think this is the year to really look into uh david johnson i hope you're right <laughs> i like everything about the situation i like everything about the way Deshaun Watson has his offense around him. Yep. yep. That makes David Johnson seem that much better. Now we just got to hope he stays on the field. And mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> that is a huge, huge thing. Now our next running back is a guy we love and we yep. hope he is the main guy. We were not able to get his, counterpart i should say the thunder yeah uh, to his lightning or however you want to uh, say it but we took david um uh or devin singletary sorry <laughs> i was thinking david montgomery i was like no we didn't take david <laughs> montgomery we took devin singletary in the fifth round which is about where we would take him in a right. 12 team yep. draft so to get him in the fifth round of a 16 teamer i'm actually pretty happy about that one yeah and i think because zach moss is taking some of the value away from him and for a lot of people, it actually kind of makes me happy because otherwise I think Devin Singletary is going to go in the, you know, the third round or so because Zach Moss has had so much hype 
during this uh, their off season so far to where they're like, oh, he's going to take some stuff away. And it sounds like it looks like he's doing really good. Uh, I'm sorry, I just don't believe it. I believe he's going to take some of it away, but I think Devin Singletary has way too much talent. It, it, all you have to do is watch some of the highlights from last year. It's not about the stats so much. It's about the ability to make plays, and I believe he's got all of that. And I think it's going to all start to click real quick with Devin Singletary, and I think that Bill's offense is going to be a lot better than a lot of people think. And – if they're not, there still might be a lot of garbage time to be of had. Life, of course. And Devin Singletary will be on the field, not Zach Moss yeah, in garbage yeah, time. Now yeah. we all think the Bills are going to be fine, Yeah. and there's all the rumors that Josh Allen's not looking very good, but we have heard this before from other quarterbacks. Network was saying that in the last <laughs> episode. What did we hear about? Jimmy Garoppolo last year for, threw four straight interceptions in practice one week, and he ended up making it to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Now, granted, it wasn't because of his play, per se, that they made the Super Bowl. No. Defense. He was on a good enough team where that little blip in the preseason <laughs> had nothing to do with right. his performance. Yep. Now, the next two rounds, we were actually really happy. Oh, well, yes. But this is where, well, the round before, when we took Singletary, was the last round that we should have taken a quarterback. <laughs> Because all there was like three guys left that we were thinking about. Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr were all guys that yeah. we were like, all right, if we got to have a second quarterback, those are at least guys that we know their job is safe unless they're injured, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get any of those nope. guys. We were hoping for one of them to come back around, but it didn't happen. So we ended up punting the quarterback position. We did, and it's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> But we were really happy with our sixth-round pick again. Yeah. Sixth round in a 16-teamer. Yeah. We got our ninth and tenth overall ranked wide receiver, mm. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Apparently, we both think he's going to have a nice comeback year. So, go ahead. Take it away. I mean, I, mean, I just think it's it's not even really a comeback year. It, I mean, it is with him. But it's, it's a comeback year with Ben Roethlisberger. Right. I mean, he didn't have him last year. It makes a completely different story. And we did this a couple of years ago where we got Juju late. Or was it the sixth round? Was it the sixth round? I think round? it was the fifth round Okay, that year. We got it later to where everybody was kind of like, oh, well, you know, Juju. Whatever. He ended up being fantastic. Yes. And it basically made us get to the championship yeah. in that league. And I, I, just, I just think everybody's overlooking him again this year because of last year. It's going to be different with Ben Roethlisberger back under the helm. So... I think we got extremely good value there, and I like our next guy as well, and I think there's value there as well. Oh, definitely. I mean, we weren't necessarily looking for wide receiver, no. wide receiver at this point. No. But in the seventh round, in a point per first down, right? Julian Edelman has got to have some value there. Yes. So our four starting wide receivers, because we can play two flex, so one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, a tight end, two flex, and one super flex. So that we can play all four of these guys. Yes, we Delonte can, and Adams, we will. Adam Thielen, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Julian Edelman. Yep. Literally, on our rankings, three of those guys are in our top ten. And we were <laughs> able to get one of them in the sixth round of a 16 team. It's pretty so cool. I'm extremely happy yeah. about that. So Julian Edelman, I mean, there's not much to say. Everybody knows who Julian Edelman is. No, no, no. If you can pop up the, I'll, I'll pop up it. I got it right here. I, Julian Edelman for me is ranked. 
twelfth uh, overall. So it's really not that okay. far. I mean, I know you got him down quite yeah. a ways, but I'm really happy with Delman, and I'm I'm I just I think our wide receivers are going to be the key to our success this year if we can get that quarterback play to be good enough <laughs> to where we don't have to worry about it. You know, the super, the super flex position, but we don't have to have a quarterback in the super flex either. We can maybe figure out another spot when it comes to that. So we'll see. Yep. We will see. Well, then a guy that I keep ending up with in almost every single <laughs> draft because he falls just far enough. Yep. And I have a lot of late tight ends that I like, but I keep ending up with Hunter Henry and I know you love him. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got, uh, let me look at where I got him ranked right here. He is fifth overall, so just after Zach Ertz. And let me see what you got him. You got him at eight. So, I mean, again, these are guys that we really like, and we're getting them at relatively good values. I don't have any problems here. I mean, I like our team other than the quarterback situation, and the running back is a little bit iffy. Yeah, so I'm looking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, He was the eighth. Okay, so you're about it. right with your with yours, but I have him at five, and that so. would be great value. Yep. And after that, I know this will look like a bad pick, kind nah, of. Nah. Uh, but in this league, and with everything falling into place, in my opinion, Niam Hines is going to be a guy that hey, maybe just maybe, if David Johnson is a crapshoot, yeah, maybe Niam Hines is going to be the new Austin Eckler. I'm not saying he is, but the pieces are falling into place for that to be There's the a possibility there, and it was it was worth taking the chance uh, for that possibility because our running backs aren't the greatest. And when we were looking around, man, we're just <laughs> there's no other real running backs that we felt confident in. Nope. So we went with Nine Hines, and I think it should be okay. I'm hoping you're right because you keep talking them up. <laughs> I keep believing into it, so yep. we'll see. All right, well, this is where. <laughs> we decided we couldn't wait any longer. We, yeah. As it was a choice between Dwayne Haskins Ugh. and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ugh. And if they just keep doing whatever and holding to it, because we know the Dolphins are not going to win this year. Right. So, unless, and, and there's not going to be fans in the stands. Right. So maybe, just maybe, they'll hold off on putting Tua in the lineup. Right. So uh, maybe Fitzpatrick throws for another 3,500 to 4,000 yards, and that would be amazing as our super flex play. Out of Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> Fitzpatrick, and Tua, I feel the most confident that Fitzpatrick, if starting, can get plenty of yards. I, I, he is a gunslinger. He does that, and he, he loves to go into the wide receivers, so obviously the – the tight end at that point will probably not have that great of a value. But I just – it's just so sad that, that we had to do this. We had to take Fitzpatrick. We had to consider, you know, Dwayne Haskins, who I've been saying all year about. Yes. And I really don't believe that he's going to be the starter very long, which does play into a pick uh, way down the list way that we did. So, <laughs> And I actually – I think that might be – Possibly the steal of the draft if he if I'll just say it if Alex Smith is the starter at any point in this year, I think that's going to be pretty good value. Yes, for sure. I mean, the last couple of seasons Alex Smith played, he was having he was good. good seasons. He was good. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yep. 
Uh, then we took another backup running back. But yeah. again, I can't believe he actually lasted this long yeah. because of all the news with Kenyon Drake and right. the walking boot yep. and whatnot. We got Chase Edmonds in the 11th round. If Kenyon Drake is at all not going to play, Chase Edmonds is going to get monster numbers. It's going to be regular running back, possibly top 10 type of yeah. run numbers. If Drake isn't playing. Even if Drake is playing, there's they still use their backup tight end in Arizona. So I have a feeling that he will have some value there as well. Now they do have a lot of passing options oh, now, yeah. but I think Chase Edmonds, the way he fit into the system last year is just enough for us to say, oh, I, even if he isn't the starting running back, he still has some value. Now we waited a long time. We did before taking any IDPs. We did the settings for scoring in this particular league do not lend a reason for us to take IDPs high. Yes. There was nobody that really overshadowed anybody else. So we waited and we waited and we waited. The first IDPs went in the seventh round. Our first IDP went in the 12th round. Yep. So we waited a long, we did a long time. And we took Landon Collins. The second best safety out there was still there. Yep. I felt really good about that. Yep. We didn't get Jamal Adams, although who knows what Jamal Adams will it's be a new in team. Seattle. Yeah. So I'll take the 100 tackles out of Landon Collins <laughs> and be happy with it. <laughs> then we got, well, one of my favorite linebackers of all time probably, mm-hmm. uh, Levante David. Yep. And he is just a guy that, according to these stats and these numbers, He's going to score the same as oh, a bunch of these linebackers yeah, that went two and three rounds before him. And it's not just that. He's doing that on a consistent basis, year yes, in and year out, every, every year. single year. So you feel confident about that. And that's what we're all about at Fantasy Fuel. We're all about consistency. And with him, he's old. Yeah, sure, he's been playing a long time, sure. But he's still doing it. And until he stops doing it, I'm going to trust in it. And speaking of consistency, <laughs> in what round is the 14th round yeah. of the 16 team draft? Larry Fitzgerald, yep. a guy who is still going to get points. He had, well, let me click on his name. How many catches did he have last year? Where, oh, I went too far. 75 catches on 109 targets, 804 yards of four touchdowns. If we can get him in on a good bye week, that's amazing. And yep. if if DeAndre Hopkins takes a lot of the coverage, which that's what I'm saying, he man. should. He should. He will. Larry Fitzgerald could be a diamond in the rough, especially yep. in the, what, the 14th round. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Yep. And so now we got Fitzpatrick and Fitzgerald. We got Fitzmagic all over the oh, place. Oh, baby. <laughs> Hopefully we're not counting on them. <laughs> I hope we're not counting <laughs> On Fitzpatrick playing, I hope we got something else we can figure out. You know, stream some quarterbacks if so. Uh, somebody gets hurt, and we just quickly pick up the backup. Right. You know, that's the only option, really. So here's where it gets a little dicey. <laughs> Anybody after this round is you could probably consider a sleeper or a just a, a complete and utter wild card. Wild pick. card. That's what I was going to say. So anybody that we draft from this point on, at least on offense. Go ahead and just put that as a side note. Yeah, Unless just, you're in a 16-team league, these are guys that we actually <laughs> liked this far down. Put, put that in your pocket and hold on for a little later of a time, and maybe when you ever get in a big draft like this, you can consider it. But you know, it, it even, who knows? Like it, Some of the stuff 
can just jarg your memory. Later on in the season, all of a sudden you hear something like Jay Sternberger, and like, wait a second, I remember hearing hmm. that on Fantasy Fuel. Maybe I ought to take a take a look at that because that's who we picked up next was Jay Sternberger, tied in for the Green Bay Packers. Which uh, at this point we only had Hunter Henry, so. He is somebody who gets hurt often, and I'm hoping not this year because I love Hunter Henry this year. But, I mean, we had to go somewhere. We didn't really have a whole lot of other options at that point either. We did not, and the guy that we wanted went almost three rounds before that. We were looking at Jonu Smith and Jack Doyle, and they went in rounds 12 and 13. So we figured we better get at least a backup that will be (laughs) on the field. He'll be there. So then, again, we waited and we waited, and we have Eric Kendricks at middle linebacker again. Sounds good. This guy is just so consistent. Yeah. Again, that's all I'm looking for is consistent points out of my defense Mm -hmm. and IDP. Mm -hmm. And then we got Trey Flowers, who will actually flip back and forth. Depending on bye weeks, we can put him at defensive line, and we can put him at linebacker. So I like the uh, utility uh, use of Trey Fowler. That's right. Yep. All right. Back to offense. Uh, Kenny Stills. <sighs> That's a good pick. Who actually went the round after Randall Cobb. <laughs> yeah. That's a good pick. I mean, we're talking about 18th round here. I mean, he's going to have some value there. I sure hope so. And then if Brandon Cooks goes down, if Randall Cobb goes down, if Will Fuller goes Full, down. I mean, Will Fuller is going to go down. That's a guarantee uh, at some point. There's a lot right? of injury history in this wide <laughs> receiver mm, core, mm. so I'll take that just whatever hope Yep. in uh, poking hope in the last of the yeah. ends of this draft. Yep. And then we did a little research before taking this next pick. <laughs> I know this is a complete shot in the dark. Oh, yeah. Because after last year, and I apologize to everybody, after last year where all our rookie tight ends did not pan out almost (laughs) at all, except for a couple of weeks here and there, we're back to taking a rookie tight end. But this rookie tight end is for the New England Patriots. Yeah. And the last time New England Patriots had good rookie tight ends, they were really good. Mm. So maybe, just mm. maybe, there's some magic there with Bill Belichick in New England. I know it's a different quarterback. Yeah. I know it's going to be a whole new ball game. But Devin Asiasi mm. could be a nice little wild card, just maybe reliving the past of Rob Gronkowski. Cam Newton does throw to the tight end as he well. Does. So it's not it's not out of the question that he could have a good year. I mean, it's just... Like you said, a complete shot in the dark, hoping you get a diamond in the rough and see what happens. All right. Next was... You know, <laughs> the more I think about this next pick, the more I like it. Because if there's any any type of anything, you will, you'll, you'll hear a little bit about this in the Back Row Jets show, which is going on tomorrow. We're actually recording this a little bit early for Fantasy right. Fuel. But uh, if there's anything at all going on with Adam Gase and Le'Veon Bell <laughs> to where they're button heads and Gase just says, you know what, Le'Veon, I like Frank Gore. And if 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 Le'Veon gets hurt or whatever, he has some kind of nagging injury where he's not performing up to par, Frank Gore could be a really good pick in the 20th round. I mean, he's gonna. I think he's going to value either way. He could get he could get some touchdowns a little at the goal line because he is kind of that pounded in kind of guy. So I don't know. I think he's still got fresh legs, and I, I know Adam Gase likes Frank Gore. Well, and we took a lot of 
scroll history oh my scroll adventures on sleeper there yeah. was some real diamonds kind of lower on the list mm-hmm. frank gore was one of those we probably could have waited even longer to i take think him. we could have yeah uh, then we decided it was finally time to take BC Johnson. Yeah, I like that one too. And then a homer pick, but I this is not a homer pick. <laughs> it's really not. I mean, he was so far down the list that we would just get. Well, let's just keep him there, keep him there, keep him there. Yes, I'm a Jets fan, and, but there's no CJ Mosley, so you take Avery Williamson, who, right. when you look at his history, has been fantastic. Yep. I mean, there's no question. He had 134 in 2018 points. Uh, with this um, with this system that we're doing for this, uh, what? How do you say the the, the way the scoring system is on yeah. this league? He had 134 points, and where we're taking him in this league is is a really good value, especially since he's going to be the the number the one uh, middle linebacker for the New York Jets right now. All right, then we found another diamond in the rough. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe he's completely done. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if our friend Joe mentioned anything about this because he has been spot on with this guy over his career, mm. getting rid of him when he can get rid of him, getting value out of him, having him in his lineup when he <laughs> was good. And now we have Devonta Freeman. Mm-hmm. Who knows? There's been rumors yeah. of him maybe filling in for David Montgomery in Chicago. And when that first running back, gets hurt somewhere somebody's gonna be saying wait they're probably going to look for devonta freeman maybe (laughs) i mean this this one was a a real scroll like he was so far down the list that we looked at each other and like wait a second and we want to just kind of just grab him up before somebody else just starts scrolling that far down because yes he's he's not on a team but he's still talented I mean, I just I remember just uh, the other day I was playing Madden and thinking, you know, he's he's actually rated actually pretty okay yeah. for being a free agent. So, you know, the guy everybody knows he's still got the talent. He's just not on the team right right now. So I'm waiting for him to get signed somewhere. I, I think eventually he will be. We'll see what happens. I don't know for sure, but it's again we didn't have the greatest running back, so we're trying to find something to plug plug that hole. So if he does come back, we can get some value out of that. Yeah, exactly. Then. We took Alex Smith. Yeah, just another. I, I, I honestly, this is this is one of my favorite picks because I just can't stand, cannot stand the quarterback <laughs> on the Washington football team right now. So I have to think that Alex Smith is going to take it within three, three weeks. I, I it could be even earlier than that. I can see week one and Haskins does terribly. And then all of a sudden, you know, Alex Smith looks really good. We're just going to go with him. Hey. I just don't – if he is that good, I, I just love it. And I know I talked about it earlier, so, well, we can move on. Yep. All right. So, again, we're shooting out some offensive hopefuls. And somebody asked us before we really got into <laughs> the draft – who I think the starting wide receivers for the Philadelphia Eagles will be week mm, one. Mm. And I was like, well, if he's healthy, well, <laughs> I don't think he'll be healthy. I'm like, you know what? Maybe Greg Ward will be the starting wide receiver week one. And he earned the trust of Carson Wentz through the end of the year yeah, last year yeah. when everybody else was hurt. So, again, why not? Yeah, it seems like we're taking a lot of homer picks this this year, <laughs> this draft. But a lot of it actually still makes sense, even though it is kind of homery. But I, I I hear you there. Our next pick was uh, again another one that looks homery, but 
We picked up Chris Hogan. <laughs> the, Jets right, the Jets right now do have some injury issues with their wide receivers. Yes, Perryman doesn't seem like it's going to be that big of a deal. Mims hopefully will you know recover quickly from his hamstring little thing. Obviously, we st- I still like uh, Crowder. I think he's going to have yeah. a fantastic start of the year. But Chris Hogan so far has been looking decent uh, with that offense, and he's got something to prove. I think I think he's got something out there. He's got that you know that fire inside of him to say, you know what, I'm not washed up. I'm not that guy everybody thinks sucks. We'll see. I'm hoping you know <laughs> if the Jets can't get the other three guys on the field correctly and. And good enough, Chris Hogan's not that bad of a guy to go deep on. And, you know, we can – well, we don't have to talk about it, but if it wasn't going to be Chris Hogan, it was going to be Moncrief yeah, because the Jets just, just signed Moncrief. <laughs> so you never know on that one either. But, yeah, uh, this this next one, though, this is all on you. This next pick is you. Yeah, I mean, I've heard good things. And, hey, just, just in case there's no wide receivers to throw to in San Francisco by the time <laughs> the season gets going – Maybe Jordan Reed will actually have some value. I don't know. <laughs> In the 27th round of a 16-team league, I'm okay with if, it. If Hunter Henry gets hurt, these are fine picks. <laughs> we just need something, you know. And maybe Jordan Reed does, you know, break out of there and Kittle doesn't, you know, go crazy. Or maybe Kittle gets hurt. You never know what's happening there. So That's very true. Um, uh, then we took another utility player in Marcus Golden, mm-hmm. who can both play linebacker and defensive line yeah. in fantasy yeah. football. Uh, let's see. After that, oh, was, this one was because we do get some return yard points. Yeah. I figured I'd take a shot. He actually did me fairly well in uh, our flag dynasty league. Deontay Harris from the Saints. Yeah. Wide receiver, gets a few targets here and there, but did really well in kick returns. So. Again, just a shot in the dark. Yeah, and if Cam Newton goes down, our next pick was going to be all right. So Brian Hoyer, I mean, I don't think it's going to be Stidham. I, I, it's, I just don't trust him at all. I mean, no. you know that there's a little bit of history with Hoyer and Belichick, so I believe that Hoyer was, is going to have the nod if Cam Newton is not the guy. For sure. Uh, and then we're almost done with this draft. <laughs> the time it took us, it's I figured we would have been over uh, already. We've got two rounds left, and the two rounds before this, I just took Jalen Mills. He's moving from cornerback to safety this year. Yeah. So the stats that he has there. on there don't make a bit of difference, and nope. I'm hoping that means that making that position change will make him a decent IDP, IDP player. Makes sense. And then after that, Again, more <laughs> shots in the dark. But who knows what is going to happen in Tampa Bay at that tight end position. Yeah. Literally, you have no idea. They say Gronk looks great. Never know. Maybe he's not as bulky as he used to. Maybe he gets hurt early. Yeah, Maybe he can't true. get separation anymore. Maybe he doesn't have that, you know, just explosion anymore. And O.J. Howard. Yeah. Who knows what O.J. They were rumored to trade him. Yep. Before the season ever started. Yep. So, we didn't take O.J. Howard. No, we We didn't. took the third option <laughs> just because if they trade O.J. Howard, then he becomes the number two. And he has had number one tight end games multiple times That's over true. his career. Cameron Brait has got to be one of the biggest, easiest flyers to take. That's in a, like it's this. a flyer, no doubt. I mean, just a couple of years ago, him and uh, I think they they – Great, and O.J. Howard had a very similar stat lines yes. to where you was like, wow, I didn't realize Cameron Brait was actually just as good in fantasy football this year. 
But yeah, he was. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm kind of hoping that I mean I don't want to wish injury on anybody, <laughs> but I'm I'm kind of thinking that maybe one of them's going to either get hurt or they just say, you know what, Howard, we just you're not necessary, and they get some kind of value out of him. I do believe OJ Howard still has value to some teams to where they was like, you know what, sure. let me let me take a chance on this guy. Where that's when Cameron Brate would uh, come into the picture, and you know that um, uh, Tom Brady likes his tight end. We've seen that with Gronk plenty of years. So and, we'll see. And I think because of the lack of a preseason, there weren't many trades going on. It yeah. was a very odd. Yeah, it's getting weird off season, and yep. I think if he could have had a decent. It was just a couple of games because he wouldn't have been on the ones. He would have been out there a little bit, you know, trying to make a name for himself. I think he would have been traded had there been a preseason. Yeah. So now we're going to have to wait a couple of games in. If he has a decent couple of games or a couple of series, anything, and somebody's tight end goes down, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see. I love the reaction. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there was two picks left. We literally just took just our last him. pick. Uh, the pick before, I figured, why the hell not? I took Reggie Bonifin. Mm-hmm. Not that we wish anything bad oh, no. upon Christian McCaffrey. Oh, no. But there is literally nobody there in Carolina if he were to go down. So, again, just in just case. in case. <laughs> and the last pick, another utility defensive lineman in Mario Addison can be played yep. off that line. So I'm hoping with those different guys there that we won't even have to worry about picking up anybody right. off of free We just agency. got the utility guys that we can trust in. You know, Maybe they'll play defensive line. Maybe they'll play linebacker. Yeah, I like the fact that they do that. Yes, I I, th- I think I think more uh, sites need to have a utility guy where they can play linebacker, where they can play defensive line, and you know it just makes it makes it a lot easier to draft, and then you don't have to sit there and find oh this guy looks good here, this guy oh I gotta get this guy, and then you just don't get so uh, what's the word fed up with this yeah. whole position because it gets really frustrating at times. So there we have it, thirty four rounds in the books, sixteen team podcast league uh Mm -hmm. again i will put in the show notes the links to all these guys twitter uh and the main one the blitz uh right thank them for putting this on it should be an interesting one i can't wait to see if people are going to start offering trades like in the next few minutes when everything (laughs) gets completely finished but we will see i know there's a guy out there Let's see. I got to look. He had so many quarterbacks. He took Dak Prescott and Drew Brees with his first two picks. So then, you know, he kind of got okay guys. Gurley, Connor, question marks. Cooper, McLaurin, Landry. Those are all right. I'm not. uh, McLaurin is a question mark to me. Unless Alex Smith. Mm. That's becomes a a big value boost in McLaurin to me. So if Alex Smith becomes... The guy, I will boost McLaurin up my list quite a bit. Sure. And then in the 10th round, he took his third quarterback, which we were contemplating mm-hmm. taking on the way back around mm-hmm. just to get it out of the way. He took Tua Tagovailoa. Yep. And then three rounds later, he takes Justin Herbert. <laughs> and then in the 21st round, he takes 
Jalen Hurts. He's a, and then yeah. in the twenty fourth round takes Marcus Mariota. So he's hoping for somebody to pan out and yeah. somebody to get into panic mode and trade for a quarterback when their super flex position is gone unfilled. Yep. But that is gonna have to do it for us. This was a long day, <laughs> a four plus gosh. hour draft, which or it's fun. Don't it's fun, wrong. but man, once you get to that later round and it's still a minute on the clock for each person, it's like, come yes. on, let's go. Started dragging a little bit. Yeah. But again, I had fun. Um, if you want to watch the VOD, the video on demand, we will have that up on our Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash fantasy fuel. If you want to, which there was commentary from the Blitz and yep. other guys, yep. they had their own stream going and we had the audio pumped in. For us, we weren't able to do it with them uh, because we were already using all of our cameras and microphones <laughs> and whatnot. But it was a fun day. Uh, thank you, everybody that joined us through the draft. It was definitely an experience for some who aren't used to a giant league like this. And mm-hmm. I hope you learned something. Um, don't forget that uh, you're going to stay fueled up for the rest of draft season. 